Welcome to the Racisms Podcast. We're your hosts, Jazlyn and Lisa. We decided that this world could use more cross-cultural conversations that seek healing over division, understanding over ignorance, and a better world overall. Welcome back to the Racisms Podcast, where we have cross-cultural conversations to make this world a better place. I'm Jaslyn, co-host of the podcast with Lisa. Hello. Today's topic is cancel culture. We're going to talk about our thoughts about cancel culture. Does it help or hurt? And is there a more effective way to express our views? Lisa, what are some of your thoughts about cancel culture in today's context? I think it's a pretty difficult thing to be on either the pro side or the anti side of the cancel culture movement. I waver between the two depending on the situation or my own personal views. And I tend to do more personal cancel culture rather than get on the the bandwagon and join other people in their cancel culture movement. So for me, it's more personal. And I do waver between the two. Uh, and I don't have a clear set of rules. How about you? Yeah, I think for me, cancel culture is mostly personal, my personal feelings about certain people and, and uh, organizations or companies. And but sometimes I do want to make sure that I'm not missing anything. You know, I sometimes I want a, a website I can go to and see if people are still canceled. <laughs> who are we still mad at? <laughs> There's no such website yet. But, you know, I want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, so it is it's difficult, but I think it's, you know. Everyone's personal opinion. Not everybody will agree who's canceled and who's not. Mm -hmm. So what does being canceled mean, do you think? I think it means that a person or persons or a company does something that seems just outrightly wrong to a majority of people. Uh... And I mean people on the internet, uh, because that's where I see it mostly happen, where, you know, they say something wrong or they come out with a statement or they have like an interview somewhere and something's said. And then everyone's like, you know, we're not going to buy from them anymore. We hope they get fired. Like they something something has to happen. So I think that's what canceling means is that people want action for this person or this company's uh bad behavior um you know and quote unquote bad i mean bad can be like a a mistake or could be actually something that is terrible and they're terrible people Uh, but i see it as a people want action they don't want people just to let this slide Uh, how about you yeah i think well when i think of someone as canceled 
I think personal cancellation is just like you're not going to engage with that person's um, if they're like an artist they're not going to engage with their art if they're an actor you don't really support their movies or you would just avoid them their output into the world mm. but canceling like maybe a company as a collective yeah I think if a mass of people are canceling something they want something to be done mm-hmm about that person and I guess it depends on what what the person did to get canceled was it just something dumb that they said Mm. then maybe you just ignore them but if it's something like criminal or immoral you want some retribution Mm. for it yeah yeah I mean I can remember so like Paula Dean got canceled because People were coming out and saying how she was doing racist things to her employees, with her employees. Uh, and I I pretty much canceled her personally as well because that's, that's not uh, behavior that I support. You mentioned an author. You said you were going to cancel this author. Can you explain this recent... Oh yes. So the re- this author, I don't know if he's pretty. I don't know if he's famous. Robert Dugani. He writes a lot of mis not mystery sus- suspense mystery thrillers. Uh, and he had this one series about a female detective um, that was really interesting for me. I found the books very easy, fast to read. And he posted something on his Facebook page about how he loves words, you know, he's an author, he loves words. And he was recalling that in law school, his favorite word was chattel, uh, which means property. And he and his friends would joke about this word in terms of like, you know, don't, don't covet my chattel or, um, you know, don't, don't take my chattel. And like to him, it was kind of a funny word, a word that's not normally used in everyday language so he was asking his followers like what's their favorite like you know uncommon word and I I mean I found the post offensive and he posted this in 2020 uh, while we were all on quarantine uh, after the uh, after all the protests that happened in that something in the summertime period of 2020 and I just thought it was insensitive so I stopped buying his books just right there because I felt like it was a little tone deaf to bring up this word that has been attached that is attached to slavery and that he is a white man like has he come to has he like confronted that you know for himself has he you know done any anti-racist work I don't know so I guess Jasmine this would all be a point this would also be a point where I maybe could have looked more into it before I just like reacted by canceling him but to me i thought that he could have chose any other word in the english language or at least explain Mm. it in a more cultural sense he just he he made it like it was like a joke it was fun funny it was you know entertaining but he could have explained more what it means or how how it has how it is being used in in our u.s history so yeah so did you this happened on Twitter, you said. Uh, Facebook. Did you like, oh, Facebook. Yeah. 
Did you make a comment on the post? Did you ask him, like, you know, do you know the history of this word? Like, did you do anything to engage that post? I or did. you just saw it and you're like, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I screenshotted it first. Uh, I did. I posted. I, I said, okay. So I wasn't very, like, academic with my response. I think I posted, like, really? Are you really going <laughs> to use this word right now? <laughs> like, I think I was just like that. I didn't go into... You know, I didn't say, like, do you know the history and stuff? No. So I was not very academic in my response, but I did not get a response. And no one else in that thread responded to me. So I never went back. I don't know if my d- post got canceled, uh, canceled, deleted, or people were just like, mm. I'm not touching that. Or they don't understand why I'm being, like, why I reacted that way. So yeah, I could have engaged maybe a little more, like you said. <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah. I mean, if you just post really, question mark, you know, not everybody's going to understand <laughs> right, yeah. what the really was for. It's true. true. I guess I was so fired up. I was like, no, you're right. That's how dare you. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> okay. A personal cancellation of a author. I have no idea. Existed. Right. Yeah. How about the Harry Potter author? J.K. Rowling? Yes. She got canceled by some people. Because of her her views on uh, transgender mm. community, and I, I mean, I was never a fan. I don't really, I don't buy her books. Um, you know, I have watched the movies, uh, but that's that's one where, you know, I don't agree with her views, and I don't really buy her books. I wasn't really concerned about that. Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't need to cancel her because she wasn't really like part of my like inner circle of favorite authors anyway but that's mm. that's another example where i read it i'm like okay you know but it doesn't really affect me i don't need to like add my voice to it maybe i should because her views are are crazy mm. yeah i don't know much about her i don't read the books mm. and i haven't watched the movies okay all right so yeah that one kind of flew by me mm. I saw the name and I was like, don't care. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's a responsibility for people to engage or to look into these accusations, even if they don't care about the person? Like, should we all be aware of mm. these like famous people saying terrible things? Or is it a case by case? If you already like this person, you should check with what they said and then aside from there I mean I think it's I think it's the second one because there's just there's so much going on all the time in terms of cancel culture it seems like every day someone new is getting canceled and I personally don't know all of the people that are getting canceled so it would be I mean it's good to know so that moving forward if you do decide to buy like a Robert Dugoni book or a uh, J.K. Rowling rolling book to know what's been happening um i think i think there's some sort of like because you're a consumer right so if you're a consumer you're spending your money you're voting with your money it's good to know where that money who that money is going to on a personal level just like if you decide to you know buy more sustainable products or you want to buy organic or something it's i think it's your it's your responsibility to find out if that money is 
doing mm. what you want it to do. Mm. How about you? Do you? I mean, you just said like J.K. Rowling, not a big deal. Not not it's not a big, it's not that it's not a big deal. It's that she wasn't like in your purview anyway. So what do you think about our responsibility as consumers? I think it is a lot. I don't know if you can keep up with everything. I don't know. And in, we didn't even talk about if it helps or hurts <laughs> and and what the effect is. Does it have an effect? I think another example you gave earlier with me and Kyle is you were watching a movie, um, uh, the Khalif Browder story mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Yeah. And the Weinstein company was involved with producing it or, or putting it on. Mm-hmm. And so you had some, some thoughts about that because of Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, it's kind of like, do I keep watching this because I want to learn more about uh, Khalif Bowder, right? Bowder. Um, Browder. Browder, sorry. Uh, and what he went through. Or do I stop because I don't want to put more money into Weinstein's company? Uh, I think we kind of talked about like, well, I mean, he is, he is serving time. So he was found guilty. He's not, you know, able to uh, hurt people in the industry anymore. You know, did he pay his price? Do we forgive him now? Like, I don't know. But yeah, it's just... I just feel really un- like, is there other stories that I could watch instead of this one? You know, mm. that's maybe that's, that's another alternative is that I don't have to just, you know, watch the one that was produced by Weinstein and his company. Uh, but we also talked about like, you know, maybe the money's not going into his pocket. We don't know, but it, you know, his company supported, you know, employees and employees are real people. And so should we stop supporting Weinstein company because, of him when like the people who worked for him like didn't have anything to do with it and why should they suffer because of his actions you know his name um he's he's probably just funding it and making money but he's not you know he's not the one doing the work like there's other people actually producing these things so Mm -hmm. that's a tough one i never finished that documentary on netflix i should find another one why didn't you finish it I guess I just kept feeling this uneasiness. I mean, I don't know how the Netflix structure works either. You know, if like they just like license or they get the license to like show these things. So like the money's already gone, Uh, you know, whether I watch it or not has no, has no effect. So, you know, that's something that I, I don't know if I'll ever know, like. Does every click on Netflix get more money to the Weinstein company? Does it not because it's already paid for? I think you should base your cancellation on principle, like whether Mm. or not. Mm. Or not. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. If you really want to watch this, if you want the information, but you Mm. reject the people behind it. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the Cosby show. And a different world, which Bill Cosby also, I think, produced or was involved with. 
Like, do we stop watching the Cosby show? Do we stop watching A Different World? Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, syndication, you know, will support the other actors in the show mm-hmm. yeah. and writers. Right, right. Plus, it was a really good show. I mean, if you really <laughs> like the Cosby show, uh-huh. I mean, kind of, you know, for some, it, it might ruin mm-hmm. ruin the Cosby show for them. It's a, it's a question I, I still struggle with. Yeah. But do you have feelings about things like that where, you know, a piece of media that you might have enjoyed now is like, you know, tainted? I mean, so R. Kelly mm-hmm. is pretty much canceled. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And my my family, well, at least with my mom and myself. Okay. But you know, I believe I can fly. Such a good song. <laughs> how can how can I not enjoy such a mm. inspirational song? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then step in the name of love. I mean, there's no better stepping song. <laughs> well, there are better stepping songs, but it's a really good song to dance to. Mm. So it's like, if that song comes on, like at a party. Do I sit the dance out? <laughs> or do I go to the DJ and be like, you know, R. Kelly's canceled, right? <laughs> or do I just, you know, just relax and say, you know, R. Kelly's a terrible person, but I'm going to dance to this mm-hmm. song right now mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, it's hard. So, you want to talk about the most recent and a prominent figure that has been canceled. Yes, let's let's do that. Our social media number forty-five. <laughs> Should we? Our our pre our previous president mm. was canceled from Twitter, banned, deleted, mm. actually. Oh, scrubbed. Wow, didn't know that. Yes, fired, <laughs> released from duty. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter just it wiped it clean, clean oh, slate. Mm. What do you? I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I know he was banned. I didn't know they wiped all of his tweets from history. That's interesting. Probably not history, but from his public page. Yes. Mm. Okay, so I mean, I understand where other people on the other side, from my side, the other side, is saying how this is. You know, this is a, this is not freedom of speech if you're going to ban certain people from Twitter. Uh, And I can kind of, I can see where they're saying, I can see what they're saying. You know, like we, there's uh, definitely countries where people cannot use these platforms to say whatever they want. Uh, But I mean, I'm all for the cancellation because he was using his position of power to tweet awful and terrible things and from that perspective he needs to take more responsibility for his words now if he was just you know not the president if he was just some you know hotel owner spouting these things one he wouldn't have the 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 poll that he did um but then it's just his personal page i don't you know people say 
People say things on the internet, I'm sure, that I don't agree with, but I can just not follow it. But because he held a place of power, I feel like he needed to respect that place of power and speak in a manner that is appropriate for that. Uh, so I'm all for it because he, I mean, we don't need to see what he did. He did just atrocious things using that platform. Uh, and I guess it worked. I mean, I don't know what's going on in the background because I'm not in those channels, but at least it's not, you know, every day, every few hours, there's like a new, like ridiculous tweet. Um, he's not you know, organizing online for his next rally or next insurrection. So I think it worked, but I'm sure there are people who are like, this is not the freedom of speech we have in the United States. And I guess I don't care. Yeah. How about you? Um, I mean, he can still speak in, you know, in his house somewhere. <laughs> his freedom of speech has not been taken that's, away. That's this true. Is a, that's true. This is a, a platform where they have rules of procedure or policies. Mm. And, you know, mm. if you want to stay on the platform, you have to stick to those policies. That's true. That's true. But I feel like it wasn't too little too late. Well, yeah, for sure. I feel like if he wasn't the previous president, mm -hmm. he would have been canceled mm. <laughs> from Twitter a long time ago because regular people do get banned mm. or, you know, suspended. So I feel like they dragged their feet and maybe if they hadn't dragged their feet, the interaction may not have mm. happened as it did. Mm. So I like I, at that point, I feel like they they didn't see anything to lose by doing it at that point mm. in time with two weeks left in his previous presidency. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I applaud them. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> for doing it after <laughs> four plus and not just four because he's been doing it that stuff for mm -hmm. years like during obama's administration mm, right he's been spewing definitely crazy stuff even then so mm. you i mean you make up you bring up a very good point that these platforms all have terms of use uh and you know they're not these platforms aren't perfect at identifying what's appropriate and what's not appropriate in terms of uh you know let's say i'm gonna take an example um so like breast my mother's breastfeeding on instagram um have been the targets of banning from instagram because of inappropriate content you know but like people can women can you know wear like string bikinis and all that stuff and they don't get banned because no one reports that as inappropriate content uh, so i'm not saying these platforms are perfect uh and you know twitter probably got a lot of use got a lot of users a lot of interaction a lot of ads sold during mm -hmm. his four years of presidency which is why like you said they waited till the very last minute to kick him off and then yeah no i'm not applauding them for sure i'm happy it happened but i totally agree with you too little too late so do you think his cancellation did anything what were the mm. what were the results that i don't have to hear <laughs> about his latest tweet i guess that's what for me my feed is more just you know regular news instead of like crazy president news but i don't know if it did anything in terms of break up the movements uh 
did it decentralize power so that right now the movement is flailing and not knowing what their next step is? I don't know because there are other platforms out there that haven't been canceled that he might get on to find, you know, his followers. So I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. Yeah. That period was just crazy. (laughs) Just crazy, crazy. But I do think it took away his main Mm -hmm. mode of communication. And then he came back with that video. Right. (laughs) And someone posted it on their feed. And I think, did they get canceled? Or they were like, no, you can't. You can't post his stuff. He himself is banned, <laughs> not just his account. <laughs> I thought that was funny too. Mm-hmm. But I do think it kind of, I don't know, just dis- not dispersed, but diluted his influence. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has a massive group me now. <laughs> I don't know. At least when he had Twitter, we could all see and all be mm-hmm. outraged. That's true too. So we don't know what he's saying now. That is very true. Yeah, so the uh, events of January 6th, (laughs) from which 45 was precipitously canceled from Twitter, that kind of harkens back to the historical context of cancel culture. Like Mm. cancel culture, the phrase might be new, but the behaviors I don't think is new mm-hmm. in this country, like mob violence, <laughs> mm-hmm. like the Salem witch trials, you know, lynching, things like that, I think are all forms of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Lisa? Have you ever thought about the historical cancel culture of, of the U.S.? You know, I I didn't really think of it in that way until uh, both you and Kyle had brought it up. Um, But, you know, they brought gallows to the the January 6th event. So, yeah, it's still there. I mean, they can say all they want about what that was there for. But, you know, they're they're inside the Capitol chanting, kill Mike Pence, you know, looking for Pelosi. That was pretty clear to me that they weren't there without a purpose like that's what they wanted to do it wasn't an exaggeration it wasn't hyperbole like that's what they were there to do and that you know 45 was at the head of it uh and basically gave them the permission to do it yeah it was uh it was scary i mean if any of that did happen if my pens was found if if you know any of the congressmen and women were found like I mean I don't know what that would have done but yeah if Mm. back in the I guess back in the day you know historically if you wanted to cancel someone you killed them it wasn't uh, right you accused them of something mm -hmm. you know unmistakably bad even if it wasn't true Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you did away with them and it was it was the white people doing it, not uh, against other other races, not the other way around. Yes, <laughs> that is uh, one of their many tools that they employ to 
maintain a sense of power, mm. maintain a sense of supremacy, maintain a sense of order in their heads, mm-hmm. violence. Yeah. And it's like that day reminded me of the Wil- the Wilmington insurrection of 1898 mm. when like a biracial or mixed race group of people were elected to a government in Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, a mass of people didn't like it. They didn't want black people in leadership. They didn't want this um, multicultural government in place. They overthrew that government basically with no repercussions and installed their own government. Effectively canceling the the will of the people of that area. Mm-hmm. And they massacred black people on top of that. So, yeah, this country has a, hist- a long history of violence used to cancel other people's wills, other people's rights. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We're not we're not the models that we try to portray as, you know, the the, the type of government everyone should be adopting because, yeah, there is this ugly history it's still happening it happened on january 6th it, it will keep happening and i mean i'm ashamed that that this is still going on that people cannot approach the situation with actual like like being adults having a conversation talking about it you know working through but this violence is easier Right, and it's even easier when there are basically no repercussions for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe you get fired, maybe you go to jail, then maybe you get out of jail mm-hmm. on bond. <laughs> yep, yep. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's dis- it's disgusting. Yeah. And it's not just, you know, mob violence, non Citizens rising up to oppose democracy. I mean, what about like the McCarthy era and the Red Mm -hmm. Scare Mm -hmm. and the Lavender Scare? Like that era of if you were communist or perceived to be a communist, you were canceled. Mm -hmm. Or if you were gay or lesbian, Mm You were canceled. Like, we watched this documentary at work about government workers that just got chopped. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You no longer work for the government because we found out you're gay. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that movie? Lavender Scare? Yeah. Lavender Scare, I watched part of it. What I saw was, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that our government does these things because they've shown time and time again that they are behind some of you know the worst um and i say worst because it's large scale um i'm sure there's worse like individual things happening in the world but just that this this seemingly democratic you know everyone's equal you know whatever government is singling out people and also like not based on anything except 
like maybe one person saying oh i think that person's communist oh i think that person's gay like it was just a lot of hearsay happening too it's just it was it's like i shouldn't be surprised but i was just shocked because don't talk about this anymore and Mm. yeah i need to continue to not be shocked anymore because it's like well they've done it before so why am i surprised that they're doing it now or then yeah so no it was just it was it was horrible it was it was difficult to watch especially the kind of evidence people brought forward for identify like they like ratted out their co-workers you know everyone mm-hmm. was a spy it was just wow how about you yeah. what do you what do you think of it yeah it's like it's i had never heard of it and i don't think it's taught mm. in history like I think at least McCarthyism is taught Mm. or mentioned. Um, But yeah, it it was a little shocking for me Mm. to know that 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 occurred. So the government cancels people, my violence cancels people. <laughs> so is do you think this do you think like the uh contemporary social media cancel culture is the people's way to take back, get back the power? Uh, because the government has held it, mobs have held it for so long, like is this is it good that we're doing this because it's like we're the people we're taking back some power and sometimes it works Mm-hmm. yeah i think if a lot of people agree that what something what some company is doing or what some person is doing is bad now we have a way to kind of add our voices to that mm. maybe make some change so i i, I think it's okay I think that there needs to be some, well, I think there should be a way that someone can redeem themselves. Mm. I don't think you should just cancel someone for one tweet they had five years ago, Mm. and then that tweet will follow them for the rest of their life, especially if they've apologized for it. I don't think that's necessarily right. Mm. I think that goes a little far. What about you? Yeah, it, I mean, it really depends for me personally. Uh, during Justice Kavanaugh's confirmation hearings, he people pe- women were coming forward and saying he had done atrocious things to them, sexually assaulted them. And this was in his younger years, and he, I guess, apologized. But to me, like, because I don't personally like Kavanaugh, I take that as a, there's no redemption from that. You know, you are Mm. who you're going to be, and which is that perhaps, and I don't know, but perhaps you don't see women as your equal, you don't respect them or, or women's rights, so... 
for me that's like a that's a cancellation from me that i don't think he should be redeemed from now if it's like um you know a personal friend you know who i know has sought counseling um you know is 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 doing things to make up to right the wrongs then i could not i would not cancel that person forever because i've seen the person's journey and that they're trying but for him for Kavanaugh it's like like what has he done to deserve our forgiveness except to just deny that it didn't happen even though there was testimony that it did so that is true I think it's different if it's someone in a position or going for a position of Mm. a lot of power Mm. such as a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court Mm -hmm. that's a lot of power yep I think looking into someone's past is is fair game. Um, yeah, that, that that example I could see that, but apparently it wasn't a problem for whoever was confirming him. Mm-hmm. I mean, what what is your scale here? What are are there points? Are there like how how prominent is this figure factors in? How much power does this figure have? Are they of my political party? Uh, what act did they do? Is this act common among the general population? So it's not as bad. Like, uh, yes, Jaslyn, uh, my scale is undefined. It is all over the place. It is not consistent. Uh, and maybe that's just human. I mean, we make, you know, unfortunately, I think that when we cancel things as a, as a society, or a majority of the society just has to cancel something. You know, sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes it's, you know, it's it's uh, it's necessary. But other times, like for me, I think about, like, what are the things I do in everyday life that I should cancel that maybe have even more impact than this, like, like canceling of Paula Dean, for instance. Like, you know, do I cancel fast fashion? Do I cancel supporting companies like Amazon who may be buying very cheap products from China and those people are not being paid or not being treated uh, fairly? So I feel like it's it's really surface level and I definitely have contradictions within my own life where I will cancel something but then do something else, maybe inadvertently, maybe knowingly, that is even more detrimental than, uh, but you know, if I decide to cancel, uh, you know, fast fashion, maybe that has even more impact on people than I realize. So mm-hmm. that's something I've been thinking about m- more than like, who's going to care, right? <laughs> mm. Yeah. So yeah, should you, should you focus your canceling energies on things that will have impact? Mm. Or is it a personal thing? Like, you know, I don't, I don't really mess with R. Kelly. I just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. And I think your example about fast fashion is kind of like boycotting mm. rather than canceling because. I think with boycotting, the difference to me is that boycotting is you refrain from financially supporting 
an institution or a product until, you know, your demands are met. So maybe, you know, you would boycott fast fashion until they properly pay their workers or use sustainable fabrics or whatever. And then the boycott would be lifted versus canceling. It's like they did something bad and so you no longer you no longer support this person. You just no. Don't like you. You're gone. Hmm. That's a very good point. Did you want to give some examples uh in history about boycott versus canceling? Well some famous boycotts that I can think of are the Montgomery bus boycott. Montgomery, Alabama, where Martin Luther King made his name. They decided to boycott the buses or riding the buses of the city of Montgomery until they desegregated the buses. So they had Mm. the buses themselves, you know, they had nothing against the physical buses. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. But the people operating the buses, Mm. You know, segregating the buses, making Rosa Parks get out of her seat for a white guy, making black people pay in the front and get in the back. And then sometimes the bus will pull off with their money and not even let the black people on the bus. Mm. They didn't like those, the practices around the bus. So they decided to not ride the bus until they changed those practices. I mean, you could uncancel someone, I guess. Well... I think Kyle gave an example the other day. I had mentioned a song by Chris Brown that I liked. And he Mm -hmm. questioned me. He's like, you still mess with Chris Brown? And I was like, what's wrong with Chris Brown? And he was like, the thing with Rihanna, he beat Rihanna up. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. yes, he did. However, he apologized. He uh, took responsibility for it he was punished he got community service or whatever and to me I think it's okay to move on from that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on the other hand R. Kelly with uh, messing around with underage girls sex tapes and all and imprisoning women in his home Mm -hmm. he has not owned up to that he has not Mm apologized or I don't know if even he's even stopped the practice so he is not uncanceled to me mm-hmm. yeah and and uh like Michael Jackson not my yeah Michael Jackson he was accused of molesting young boys uh I don't know if I don't think they ever proved or disproved it it's just a really big uh accusation i mean i personally i haven't canceled michael jackson and his music um right and that's hard like right someone as big as michael jackson i find it hard to Mm. cancel him especially if there's doubt around the accusations and it wasn't really proven um but one of our friends he he justifies his um his support or still listening to Michael Jackson's music because he says the music was made before the accusations. So Mm. I can listen to that music and not feel guilty because it wasn't until later that he abused the voice. Mm. And I don't know. Mm. I don't know. 
I don't know how that works. I don't know if that necessarily yeah. works. Because if it was happening, it was happening before the accusations. Like it wasn't like, you know, it happened and then the accusation was the next day. Right. <sighs> Tough. It's hard. Yeah. So are there any companies that you feel are canceled? Let me think. I mean, personally, or you mean on like a society like level? No, maybe a society level, and you adopt that cancellation, or personally. Um. Okay, so Lululemon. I, I never bought anything from Lululemon. I don't know many people do and love them, you know. And it came out that the owner had made racist comments saying that the reason he calls it lululemon is because japanese people can't pronounce the l's uh and you know he also has also made really insensitive comments about women and their bodies as to why you know certain leggings are see-through for some people and his leggings are not for other people and you know, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely canceling Lululemon. That is, he is racist and also um, doesn't treat women all equally. So he's only trying to cater to a certain clientele. But, you know, I read more into it um, and it seems that, and I'm sure people will disagree, it seems that his comments were taken out of context uh, and so, you know, when he was making a comment about the L's and the R's, he, the reason why he chose the word Lululemon um, is because he wanted to stand out from the uh, brands that were being sold in Asian countries at the time. Um, and because L's weren't used, that's why he decided to use it so that his name would stand out. It wasn't easy to pronounce, which made it stand out. So you can take that as a racist comment or not. Um, and as for the leggings comment and the women's bodies, you know, he was saying that a lot of people were buying leggings that fit like too snugly, like they were buying them to size in the store, but weren't taking into account like when they were exercising that they would need a bigger size. So you can take that as you will. Um, his his cl the cl the clothing is expensive. It is to me catered toward women of a smaller size. So, and I don't know if that's changed. Um, I've definitely seen women of all different sizes purchase and love their leggings so personally because I never supported the company I still don't I don't know if I canceled them just outright because I do agree that his comments were taken out of context uh but I also don't I also if he if he want to cancel Lululemon I'm totally for that too but like that for me is one company that I'm don't know if I've canceled yet Another company is uh, Chick-fil-A. So it came out that they had made anti-gay comments. Uh, and I'm not going to defend their comments, uh, but I will say that they are a Christian company and there are many Christians who are anti-gay. Uh, so I can kind of see why 
they would make those comments because they uphold themselves as like this Christian company. They don't they don't have their stores open on Sunday. And so there was a lot of canceling happening uh, when this came out. I don't particularly love Chick-fil-A. I don't frequent that establishment. Uh, and I don't think it hurt their business at all because everyone I drive by, the <laughs> drive through line is super long. Um, so no, I don't think I personally have canceled anyone. I've definitely considered canceling when it's come up in my like newsfeed, but yeah, the only person I canceled is the author. I won't buy any more of his books. <laughs> Man, uh, this author I, really just, just made you upset. I, and I one, don't know why. The one Facebook post. So with the companies and the statements, you will give them the benefit of the doubt You'll maybe look into it a little bit more, try to read around, read the whole article, not just the little clip. And then you're like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, I, uh, it's, um, I understand it's not clear. Okay, no, no, I, I was going to say maybe I'll look more into Robert Dugani, but yeah. Maybe not. Nah. So can this, <laughs> can this author be forgiven? What would it take for Robert Dugani to get on your good side? You know, I think if he would have responded to my comment on Facebook. The really? The ambiguous, <laughs> random really comment? Should I? I should find my comment just to make sure. <laughs> yeah, if he would have responded to my comment and asked me why I would say that, then I would have uncanceled him. Or if he would have clarified why he thought this word was funny when it has not been used in a funny way throughout our history, then yes, I could uncancel him. You I'm should, gonna, I'm you gonna should, look it up. You should private message this guy and say really? eight respond. months ago you said something <laughs> <laughs> that I didn't like and I think you should explain yourself mm, and see what he yeah. says. I think you should okay. I think you should. Give him a chance. Okay. Okay. Because when you, you posted that screenshot you took and I read it and I was like, I didn't really see a problem mm. because first of all, he said his friend's favorite word was chattel, not his word. He, his he favorite was word his. was chagrined. And I think my mom likes that oh. word too. <laughs> chagrined. Dang. So I, I mean, I don't know. Huh. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why you got so incensed. Interesting. So. so, hmm. Even if it was his friend's word, did, I mean, was did he need to share that? Like, why couldn't he just share his favorite word, <laughs> or pick or pick another <laughs> word so that was so his other friend's favorite? My God. Okay. Sure, Lisa. Look, canceling is a personal thing, and personally, <laughs> you cancel this guy. There's nothing I can say about it. That's fine. Okay, so what do you think about Nigel Ng, the the actor, the comedian who plays Uncle Roger on YouTube? What is your thought? What are your thoughts on Nigel? Okay, well, before we go on, I wrote in this Robert Ducani's comment. I wrote chattel dash really. That's all I wrote. <laughs> no response. Okay, at least you put the chattel, so she knows what the really is for. Yeah, that was eight weeks ago. Okay, not too far away. All right, so Nigel Ng, <laughs> we're going to get back on Uncle Roger. 
Uh, okay. So I don't watch his videos on YouTube. I don't follow him on his socials. Uh, I didn't have to cancel him because I never subscribed to him. Hmm. Um, people are, are, you know, open and they, they are welcome to uh, appreciate this uh, comedian. But yeah, I guess I have canceled him because I don't I don't really want to see his other stand up either. Um, if he comes out later on saying I was wrong this character was racist. I see the light. Then I, I would uncancel him. Yeah. So you think he so maybe should I'm boycotting apologize. him? You're, okay. You're, you think he should apologize? I think I think you and people like you, Lisa, have changed, have influenced Uncle Roger because I still watch Uncle Roger videos. I still find them entertaining. Mm-hmm. And like lately, he he includes Nigel, like nephew Nigel, mm-hmm. in the videos. So it's like it's like making sure you know Uncle Roger is a character and then we go back to Nigel and he has his natural voice and then Uncle Roger, Nigel. So it's like he's trying to appease or signal mm. that, you know, this is a character and I'm Nigel. I'm still not gonna watch <laughs> Because then he knows what's going on, and he's not apologizing for it. He's just going to no. He just wants people to know that it's a character. <laughs> disclaimer: like any this other is a character, character, every character has some kind of accent going on. Anyway, we're not going to rehash that right no, now. So but Nigel is, can- is canceled for you. He's canceled. I am happy that he is putting himself into his characterization sketches, but I have not uncanceled him at this point. I see. Interesting. So have you heard about this open letter that famous people signed, I think earlier in 2020, called a letter on justice and open debate. And it was kind of a letter against cancel culture. Have you heard of that letter? No, I haven't. People like J.K. Rowling signed this letter, (laughs) several, you know, prominent people I mean, what do you think about these prominent people saying, you know, cancel culture, we shouldn't we shouldn't be doing that. Do you think it's like them trying to preserve their standing, their reputation, like you shouldn't mm. cancel me just because of something I said? So 45 did not sign this letter. In fact, the letter calls out 45 as a threat to democracy. And maybe we should juxtapose this letter, this open letter against, or for justice and open debate against a letter, a resolution signed by like hundreds of Republicans to basically, you know, nullify the election or say Mm. the election wasn't valid. Like one letter's trying to cancel democracy. One letter's trying to say, don't cancel me. (laughs) I'm famous. Mm. It seems like a lot of people are involved with this cancel culture at different levels you know it's not just you not liking this one author for one post on facebook it's Mm -hmm. it goes all the way you know up to the very the very pillars of democracy here i mean yeah it's ironic that jk rowling who is being canceled is signing a letter that we should have open debate i think open debate is always good uh, but 
you know, J.K. Rowling, if you're going to be on Twitter just like using hateful words to defend your position, that is not open debate. Um, and, you know, if if a bunch of Republicans want to cancel democracy, uh, we do have checks and balances in place now, hopefully, so that that doesn't happen. You know, there's some like sane people against such things. So I wouldn't like cancel the right for people to express their opinions. I personally think that if people want to have open discussion, that is great. But if you really don't, then don't say that that's what you want. Uh, and so great for this letter. I don't think they really mean what they mean. They just want to save their butts. <laughs> right. Is like J.K. Rowling going to openly debate some random Twitter user? I don't mean. Probably not. I think they could. Are they going? That was the question. Are they going oh, to? Oh. <laughs> she hasn't shown that she is. Okay. So. Interesting. So about this. Look, if this, you're in a public. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, if you're a public fee, fee, figure and you don't want to be canceled, then don't do stuff that's going to get you canceled. Like, how how hard is it to be human? <laughs> Being human is doing terrible things. I mean, it's, that's pretty okay. um, pretty apparent by the, the history of human history. That's yeah, uh, true. I mean, you're right. People didn't just start being horrible today. But yeah, what about this resolution that the Republicans signed? Like, should they now be canceled that they signed this this resolution? I would vote them out if I was in that party and I had differing opinions. Yes. Yeah, I think that I think anyone who voted to dis uh, to discount millions of votes deserves to be canceled. Yes, in my opinion. Canceled from their official capacities. Yeah, I think so. Mm. If they're not going to <laughs> uphold the Constitution, which is what they're supposed to do, then we have every right to vote them out. Just like 45, if he's going to you know, start an insurrection, it says right there in the Constitution that they are not allowed to hold office uh, and it should be carried out. Like, you know, we can't just be like, well, the Constitution says this, it benefits us, so we're going to, you know, bear arms and have freedom of speech. But over here, it says impeach the president or allow him not to hold office. Ah, no, we're just, ah, just ignore that part. <laughs> like, right. that's not what they're, they're, like you said, like there are places of power. If it's just some random person on Twitter, saying we should still vote for these people that's fine that's his personal that that's that is that person's personal opinion but if you're in a place of power you're supposed to serve you know as a representative then you should represent and you know those people maybe they they agree maybe their constituents do agree so that's something that we see that's a problem i don't think their constituents would agree with you lisa unfortunately i know right their constituents their constituents were there (laughs) inside the capitol Mm. It's true. Yeah. So, is there any way to un? Is there any way to cancel them as a as a non Republican member? Like you said, I think the Constitution has that provision. I think we looked at it at it the other day. Mm-hmm. The twenty fifth yeah. amendment was it the twenty fifth? No, it was the fourteenth. Yeah, I think. Yes, 
The 14th Amendment, Section 3, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress oh. or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the U.S., the United States, or under any state who have previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States, blah, 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 to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Oh, so we can remove them. That's what it says. Yeah. I think we need some Republicans on our side, though, for it to happen. Two-thirds, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the Republicans in the, in the House was on that letter, so I guess they wouldn't vote to cancel themselves. <laughs> that would be some self... Um, actualization <laughs> right that yes that would you know if they did that if they voted themselves out and say you know what mm. that was bad that was pretty bad guys i'm just gonna yeah. i'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave right now then they would be uncanceled they would have taken uh -huh. responsibility apologize mm. taken you know the consequence and then they exactly. then we they could be forgiven i feel like that is the case mm. Mm. So this is the question that I struggle with probably the most in cancel culture. Can you enjoy or consume a person's art slash their work, but cancel the person? Or can you consume and enjoy a person's art knowing the bad things that they've done and not feel guilty? Yeah, I think it's it depends on how much you enjoy that person's art or work or, you know, body of work. Like for me, it's easy to cancel Paula Deen's recipes and TV shows. They're not that good that anyway. So. Because I know was. Yeah. What's that? They weren't that good anyway. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> they were stolen anyway. But that's another story. Oh, OK. All right. See, so it's easy for me to cancel that person because I was never like a fan of that person. Uh, but if you and I'm going to use Michael Jackson's music. Um, but if I, re I, you know, I really enjoy his music, I enjoy the impact he had on music and dance. So it's it would be really hard for me to like cancel him, even though he was accused of doing some really atrocious things. And, you know, uh, abuse of children is definitely one of my like top triggers, mm. canceling cancellation reasons. Um, and so that's one that I feel like I don't have a real clear answer on mm, yeah it's do you yeah. want to give an example of yours like i mean i already talked about like r artist? kelly's songs mm. my struggling with you know michael jackson bill cosby you know tv shows mm -hmm. i don't know the answer yeah but hey, we're having an open dialogue about it, so that's good. Yeah, but my questions haven't been answered. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the same place I was before this conversation. Mm. Mm. Oh, well. So what do you think is the future of cancel culture? So we've heard about China's social credit scoring. Everybody has like a number and it kind of determines, you know, what opportunities you get or what where you can live and stuff like that. Are we moving towards that? There's also this Black Mirror episode. Um, Black Mirror is a anthology TV show based out of the UK, but I think 
Netflix took it over. And there's one episode called Nosedive. And in Nosedive, everyone scores everyone on every interaction, right? And so your goal is to make sure your score stays high. And the higher your score, the more popular you are and, you know, all that good stuff. Do you think that's the future? I mean, I think we, I mean, we don't definitely don't do it to the extent that China has done it. But, you know, when you like get an Uber or Lyft, like you can rate your driver and the driver can also rate you as a customer. Uh, So I think it's already happening. I personally don't see it as a problem because I hope that I act Mm -hmm. in a respectable manner (laughs) toward people. Yeah, but it's like, that's a good example. Uber, Yelp. Like, people can take one little thing, say your delivery was late. One star. (laughs) Mm -hmm, One star, mm -hmm. my chicken wings were cold, you know, Mm -hmm, or, you know, they didn't pick me up after five minutes or whatever. You get one star. So people, like, take it to the extremes. You don't, you typically will give it one star or five stars, I think. Mm. We're not, we're not very good at gradations, that's true. Um, in those contexts, I think. So I think it's something that people can abuse. Like there was a campaign on the Google Play Store to star bomb or however you say it, star bomb the uh, Robinhood app because Robinhood mm-hmm. took a stand. They, uh, they limited trading of the games, game stop stock after mm-hmm. all the crazy stuff yeah. that was happening and they're like oh i thought you were all about free trade robin hood oh okay robin hood mm-hmm. now you're taking from the poor and giving to the rich robin hood so they went on google play and were like giving it was like thousands of one star ratings mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. google decided to like delete all of those ratings so their uh, score wouldn't be one stars interesting well i think google should have let it happen it's like all these companies stick together, man. That's true. Yeah, they're just all helping each other out. I think people take it to extreme, but I think they're allowed to. If you get bad service, if you get one, you know, bad uh, experience with a driver or with a restaurant, like, go ahead. It's go ahead. Put it in your one star. I mean, if you are going to then tell all your friends to go to the Yelp site and give them a one star for service that they did not receive you know like a fake one star then like that's a different story in terms of this robin hood thing i mean i think we know well not everyone will know a lot of people will know why robin hood's getting one star uh and i think google should have let it happen because it is what it is you know i i mean I do use Robinhood. I don't trade every day, so I don't really care that I'm only allowed to trade one stock or one share at a time. Uh, But I can understand why people are mad that they can't buy into what the frenzy, you know, they want to make money too, but they're only allowing the big companies. That's not cool. Like, I I think I might cancel Robinhood. Like, I have the app too, and I, that was Mm. not cool. Interesting. I don't think that was cool at all. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look within myself to see if I'm going to cancel them. (laughs) Yeah, but it's like, you know, humans will take things to the extreme and they will abuse any system that is used to 
rate, score, assess mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. others. So, I mean, people think AI is a solution, but AI is, <laughs> is, is subject to abuse like any other technology. You know, there's bias exactly. and then people can abuse it. And mm-hmm. we have these bots that give fake reviews. Like people can hire people to give fake reviews. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm. no guarantee that your review is real. Yep, yep. So. So, I mean, I think it's going to keep happening. I think we as individuals will just need to do our due diligence. Uh, and yeah, that's all we can do. I mean, that's with everything. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I have one final question. Brian Stevenson, the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative, one of my favorites. It's not a secret. <laughs> superhero. I call him a superhero. You know, take <laughs> it or leave it. But he says that we are more than the worst things that we've done. Something like that. I may have misquoted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we... He defends people on death row. He defends people uh, in prison, both people that did the crime and both people that did not do the crime. And, you know, I I would forgive, you know, someone say someone was in jail for something. Mm-hmm. I, w- I know I would forgive a person like that. But, yeah. you know, I'm canceling. You're canceling this author for one post and, you know, Mm -hmm. we're canceling these companies. So how do we reconcile this desire to cancel sometimes based on just one thing that a person has done or said? Yeah. With the words of Brian Stevenson, Mm. that we should look past the worst things that anyone has done. Yeah, I think that when you're talking about uh, a non-celebrity, non-elected official, you know. Yeah, I totally think that, I totally agree with Brian Stevenson. We can look past the worst things that, that, that they've done because certainly I've done bad things that I'm not proud of. You know, I've made mistakes and said things that I wish I could take back. So I hope that people would not cancel me on a personal level. But when it comes to like celebrities and people in power and elected officials, I feel like they should be held to a higher standard. You know, they say they want to live a, like, let's say it's celebrities. I don't want to live a, live a normal life. I don't want to be in the spotlight. Well, you know, you, you're there. You have a responsibility. So I know they're human too. Uh, but I feel like their, their actions have more impact than, say, mine in terms of, like, reach and like volume of effect. So that's why I feel like I can still participate in cancel culture when it comes to corporations, celebrities, authors, you know, people in power, because I feel like they should be held to a higher standard. Hmm. How about you? I agree that people in positions of power and people in position of fame and notoriety have a higher standard, whether they like it or not, just because of the amount of people they affect. But I think it's like forgiving versus forgetting. Mm-hmm. 
I think you can forgive someone, but that doesn't mean you're going to forget what they did. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yes, I agree on the personal level. You should have a heart of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just there. I just want to cancel people. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I'm working on it, Brian. I'm working on it. All right, that's our show, guys. Thanks for listening to us ramble on about cancel culture. Um, Lisa, do you have a better world nugget for this episode? I think my better world nugget is to be more selective on who I cancel, uh, to have a really good reason why I'm doing that canceling. And I would also say the opposite is that cancel culture isn't always effective and that we as a society could also be more critical in who we cancel and why. Um, It's a very fuzzy line, so I definitely will not have like a clear rubric for, for kind of judging who or what I cancel in the future but it's good to be critical and it's also good to have open discussions so I'm definitely always I'm definitely always willing to talk about like this author or the Uncle Nigel care Uncle Nigel character Uncle, no, Uncle Roger. Roger character yeah I'm always willing to to have those discussions um, I think that if I start closing myself off to even discussing Uncle Roger and why there might be merits to his character, then that would be like bad for me. So uh, be open to discussion. It's not yes or no, right and wrong. Uh, and I think everyone needs to personally decide. How about you? I like that. I like being open to discussion being open to changing your mind maybe Mm -hmm. you did cancel someone for something they did maybe years later they've tried to redeem themselves be open to uncanceling them Mm. um yeah be open to engaging a company if you feel like they're doing something wrong reach out to them you know see what happens you might change something you know, mm. so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to let your concerns be heard uh, in a constructive way by either directly contacting someone, signing petitions, maybe. Mm. Yeah, put some if you really believe in, you know, that something, some company or some person is doing something wrong. Don't be afraid to put some action or find out what you can do about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Racism's Podcast. Before you go, be sure to like or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to stay up to date on new episodes. And let us know 
What do you think about cancel culture? Have you canceled anyone and why? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Racism's Podcast and on our blog, racismpodcast.wordpress.com. Peace, everyone. Be safe. Music for this episode was created by Jasmine Dudes and Kyle Carson. This episode was produced and edited by Kyle Carson.